Hi, uh, this is Mark Archer from Alternate. Hi, this is Ian from Dream Frequency. This is Slipmat, and you're in tune to the On The Rave. On The Rave. On The Rave! Podcast. Watch your bass spins, I'm telling you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. I am the 11 dread shedding because of being a bloody chef, Gav. And I am, it's a new dawn, it's a new day! It's a new life, and I'm feeling alright. Like I'm ready. Uh, and he's, he's shouting already. Twelve seconds into the podcast. Well, you I haven't got batteries mind. for the megaphone, so I've got to be extra loud today. Hey, I donated those batteries to a child who needed to play with their Christmas kit on Christmas Day. Well, it, I, this child needs to play with his uh, air horn right now. Well, and it's not on. That sounds. Pa, 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 pa. It does, that sounds about that right. That sounds about right. Well, uh, first of all, hello to everyone. It has been a while. Sorry, it has been a little the while. The pair of us have been so hectic over Christmas that we've busy, not had busy, a chance. Busy, busy, busy boys. Yeah, but we're all back to normal schedules now, and all the guests are about to start rolling. Rolling, rolling, oh, rolling. They're about to start rolling. But let's get this podcast rolling. Uh, but not with fucking weird Limp Bizkit slash The Undertaker vibes, Addy. Uh, let's get rolling the way we always get these podcasts rolling. Bit of Raver's Choice. A little bit of Raver's, a little, a little bit of the Raver's Choice. Uh, um, and Raver's Choice today has been picked by people who are officially corroborating with a local festival. And who's that guy? Well... Let's draw it out a little bit longer and play the actual track and reveal it afterwards. Alright, let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, the track that's been selected is... Shades of Rhythm, Sound Bean. Let's go.
stop from the rest that girl has qualities I've never seen podcast is available absolutely everywhere to download and you can get in touch with us on social media you can find us on facebook facebook.com forward slash on the rave you can find us on twitter at on the rave you can find us on youtube youtube.com forward slash on the rave we are on instagram that's my favorite one then where you can find us on the rave with addy and gav where you can see pictures of what addy's been doing during the week shenanigans shenanigans uh, we are powered by Podbean and fueled by Basement Snacks. Don't forget that you can go into Ridley Place, wander down that spiral staircase, and scream at Dom's on the rave, and she will give you ten percent off all oh, of your cookies oh, and oh, snacks. Oh, 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 oh goodness! Good. Oh, it's good. Ah, uh, I fucking love that tune. Yeah, there's, there's, there is none better, really. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's just one of those party. It's those party piano tunes that yeah, are just so the, popular. It's one of the ones that you just drop and you just see people like. Yes. <laughs> uh, see, speaking about people, seeing going, people yes. going yes, we're going to be seeing a lot of them people, aren't we? Oh, like, we are, we are. Here at On the Rave, we love bringing you exclusives, any exclusive that we can get for you, and we've pretty much got the the cream of the exclusives at the minute to reveal for everyone. So, um, it's about time that we stop teasing and tell everyone what the fuck is going on. However, we are going to be working very closely. Again this year with Lindisfarne, but uh, to a different sort of level. Lindisfarne will be officially this year 
on the rave gaff. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we're teaming up with Sandy Duff, brother of the podcast, Sandy. Um, uh, and we are actually going to be bringing you presentation on the rave on the Saturday night at Linda's Farm this round round. So the, the, the guests stage, are going to be stacked. They are absolutely stacked. And we can reveal one of the headliners right now for everyone before it's gone up anywhere else. We've already played the track. This. We are. Who is it, Addy? Shades of Rhythm. Yeah, Shades of Rhythm are going to be headlining that night. They're going to be doing some sort of a loose exclusive live set. Yeah. So Sadi was led to believe. Yeah, so Shades of Rhythm are going to be on the rave at Lindisfarne, as well as us, and as well as maybe one of you. Um... Uh, because we are officially going to be doing a DJ competition for so all you DJs, keep an ear out because we will be bringing the details in the next couple of weeks of how you enter and set lists and times and all that good information that you need. That's right. So for any hot exclusive on the Lindisfarne Festival, keep your ears tuned in to us. Yeah, all rave DJs. Yeah, all rave DJs. No styles excluded. Nah, we're gonna we're, like. Bang, bang together a half an hour set, send it to us, we'll judge it, and someone is going to win two VIP tickets, tickets to the festival and get to play Get to play straight after these two feckin' idiots. So um, Good luck with that. Yeah, massive chance. Good uh, good luck following us too, as Abagaba will tell you. But in any case, uh, Addy, guess what? What? We've got another one of those guests in the studio. It happens. It happens. It happens less frequently. Since it, Christmas, but it happened. It does, yeah. It happened it, it again soon, I did, didn't it? And inevitably, we would drag someone who, to the deepest, darkest realms of Baker. And you're not actually from far away from here, are you? Uh, we're sat here talking with Julie Milkfist, amazing DJ name, by the way. And he's already giggling straight into his pillow. Julie, how are you today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Like, no problems. And you, you, you actually live not far from. The, the studio, do you? Yeah, at Shields Road, I live with my boyfriend. I bet you see some absolute sights on Shields Road. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every day, every day. It's it's pretty loud at night. Sometimes it's getting too loud to sleep, but it's exciting to watch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exciting well, is one word for Shields Road. It is, yeah, yeah. Oh, the other day, on my way down Shields Road, just the sights and sounds of Shields Road can sometimes like really swing your emotions in the morning. I went down to go to Morrison's to get... Oh, I went to go get some trainers from the post office and stuff like that. And I went down to Morrison's and on my way to Morrison's, I saw a, a homeless guy who was already drunk, drinking those pre-mixed cans of Jack Daniels and Coke. Oh, that's classic. He had loads of them in a carrier bag and he was hailing abuse at the guy who was working for Scottish Power, um, which was hilarious. And then I decided to get a breakfast in the Morrison's cafe and there was a gaggle of nanas causing a stink. Because they didn't have any full fat mayonnaise. Hey. They only had packets <laughs> of light mayonnaise. And all these nanas were absolutely doing it their head and over. It wouldn't happen my day. It wouldn't happen because you didn't have mayonnaise in the war, nana. Well, it was gone. Rationed. Yeah, and there was no flying starts at the Morrison's Cafe for you. <laughs> absolutely not. But uh, yeah, the sights and sounds of Shields Road are just, yeah, that's Priceless. something to behold. Anyone who lives in Newcastle, just come for a day trip. Go, Sit. go to the Ravy for a pint. Yeah, or go and sit on the bench outside of Jackson's. That'll probably be the bar that all falls out in front of you, is it? We're at Shirley's. So oh, it's Shirley's. Like proper, the Shirley's Cafe. Proper grease spoon, yeah. Yeah, it's a proper grease spoon. You know, you can go into Shirley's and get two vegetarian breakfasts for Fiverr. No way. You can get two vegetarian breakfasts That's for Fiverr. They'll do you in a poly. And if Shirley's you. wants to ad- advertise on the podcast, she can uh, come along and... That'd fill be us brilliant. Up. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I'd, that'd I'd, be I'd, brilliant. I need a vegetarian breakfast. I've been eating those vegetarian whoppers. 
Have you been having the vegetarian Whoppers? They're all right. Just tastes like burnt, like the rest of Burger King stuff does. Oh, well, there you go. You know, it's an authentic flame, <laughs> flame grilled. <laughs> like, you got, you know, there, there is a way of saying burnt without yeah. it meaning actually being burnt. But yeah, tastes like all Burger King stuff. Sound. E, well, um, let's go on introducing Julie a little bit more. Seems well, like we're distracted by Tangent around vegetarianism and nanas. Yeah. That's it, vegetarian nanas. As if <laughs> fucking vegetarian nanas coming all around those, here. All the fucking boomers looking for vegetarian mayonnaise when there's none. Bastards. It, well, full fat mayonnaise is full what fat mayonnaise. Full fat mayonnaise. It would be better if it was vegetarian. I'm pretty sure mayonnaise is vegetarian in most examples. I like. It's just and for those nanas, I'm gonna ki- play some music that's gonna kick them right in the cud. Oh, he's back! It's a new year. It's the same catchphrase, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna get another T-shirt for Linda's Oh, there we go. Um, so let's talk a little bit of Julie. So Julie, where uh, where about everyone can probably hear that you're not from the UK? No, definitely not a Jordy. No, not a Jordy. <laughs> no. no, you'll be an adopted one soon mm. enough, Pet. Don't worry about that. So whereabouts are you from? You're from Europe. I, I'm from Europe. I was born in Bratislava and then we migrated later on to Austria and that's where I was pretty much raised for my whole life. Right. Yeah. And how did you find yourself in the UK? Yeah, Um. like I mentioned before, Slightly mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I fell in love here uh, with someone I met over Instagram. He's a very special guy, and that's how how I found out about the north of the UK. Because for me before, it was just the south, a little bit of the Midlands, and Scotland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the usual yeah. outsider's perspective, and yeah, basically I got involved with. Because I knew you already yes. before. I was writing with you before. And I fell in love. Like, uh, it was destiny, kind of, somehow. And I know more about Machina as well now. So <laughs> That's unfortunate yeah. for you. I, I pass on my career. And, and considering. Th- <laughs> what? I can't even talk. He's and commiseration. That's the one, Gavin. And Donk, basically. Oh, so. yes. Uh, and uh, the, for the appreciation of Greg's, I probably also stayed. <laughs> yeah, well, we all love Greg's. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I'm pretty inspired by the North, and it's not as bleak as everybody says. It's actually pretty inspiring. Oh, it's only the Southerners who reckon that it's bleak up north. It's lovely yeah. up here. And, yeah. and as the song says, it's, it is brill up north. It is. It's Absolutely up north. I love this city. There's something about coming back to this city that makes my, like all the hairs stand up. Yeah. When you're getting the train back up and you go over the over the first bridge and you can look and you see them all and you see the river, it's like, yeah. And the graffitis. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, Sometimes when there are little things on at um how's it called um this venue at the uh Usborn Clooney's right at the Clooney yeah yeah and uh, the opportunity to play small sets there and yeah. to get involved with people and the small tech star startup scene here because every tech uh, company is kind of moving here now yeah. Meh. It's a great place to be. It's really inspiring. It's like t- for a paternity now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. I think it's a very friendly area of the country. Oh, Newcastle most definitely as well. is. Yeah. It's not like going to London. Some of the friendliest people are up here. Other people on the music scene as well, because everyone's in it for the for the shared love of the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as much as some of the scenes can be a little bit toxic, but we're not here to talk about toxic. No. Right? no. We're here oh, to, we're, can I play society suckers again just for Jamie? No, you cannot. No playing songs for people anymore, Addy. Playing songs for, for the world. They all want to know. Oh, and speaking of the world, um, we totally just got a new patron. Um, 
that this episode is fully dedicated to. So a massive thanks to Anthony Cook, who is the latest to join the front right massive. Um, uh, he oh no he joined the higher tier he joined the I love Yo Yo Castle tier. <laughs> uh, I love Yo Yo Castle um, and that's ironic because we absolutely love Yo Castle we love Yo Castle and we love you thank you for joining the crew um, and we'll be in touch very soon yeah um, we've been in, we've we've been in touch we've, we've been messaging him today um, what a nice super bloke. efficient that guy yeah well, it was like wasn't it you'd think you'd think that we'd uh, finally had a day to spend actually doing podcasts imagine about having days off together I know I know. Okay, considering I'm the one that does the rotor at work as well, I'm not doing very well at this, am I? No. I'm making sure we'll have the same days off. Tell you what I am good at, though. Making difficult segues into the next question in the podcast, such as that. Not going to get a rise off you for that one, Adi, am no. I? No, it was a horrible one. Um, but we'll let's start talking about all these musical questions. Julie's smiling and nodding. Um, let's start off with question one, which is early influences. So, who played the music in the house? Uh, who was it who like had the tracks on in the background? Did it, was it the radio or was it records? What was going on? The thing is, uh, it was always basically my mom, which yep. had the most flamboyant, extravagant music taste because my granny was more into Elton John and my uncle was more of a mod ska kind of guy, which oh, I right. also like. Uh, but my, my mom was highly influential on my musical taste because she was a new waver. Ah. Yeah, and um, there was always stuff playing like Duran Duran and Depeche Mode and Pet Shop Boys and all kinds of stuff in the New Wave field, Boy George. And of course, she also dressed up like that and it fascinated me and it left a huge uh, impact on me. Yeah. Uh, still until now, actually, I still listen to the same music. I've been listening to New Wave ever since. And it kind of, it's weird now being here and listening to all that music in the UK, because actually, um, there, there, um, there's actually one, one of the, from the Pet Shop Boys, the Neil Tennant is actually from yeah. here. Yeah, 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 from North Shields, right? And yeah. Yeah, and Sting from the Police. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's he's from around here, and the Lighthouse family. And Ant and Deck. And Ant and Deck. Can't forget Ant and Deck. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, it's got to be somebody else. It's got to be someone else. What from here? Jimmy, Jimmy Neil. Jimmy Neil. Jeez. How do we forget that? And you can you get what? Who else? The mod? Who's the mod? What they call Little Mix? Well, it's only one of them or two of them, isn't it? I don't know. I don't Cheryl mean. Cole, we just need to wipe, wash our mouths out with Cole. Without forgetting Cheryl Cole. Cheryl, if you're out there and you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast, Pet. Come in and tell us all about the rave music that you didn't listen to. Um, that would be absolutely great. Definitely did. Had buckets around the back of corner shops. Definitely. I'd, I'd pay for that exclusive. We'll pay you to do the podcast if you reveal that you did buckets in the graveyard during school. Right. That would be absolutely amazing. So, um, how did she play the music that was played out to you? Did she have her own collection? She had like records, she had tapes, um, she recorded herself uh, to have it uh, with her in school. Right. And there was... Like off the radio? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, I, so oh, yeah. that was the only way basically to record it and um, she also saved up for vinyl records sometimes so I got to see those beautiful covers and, and greater sound on the stereo. Uh, and there was, I remember one moment where I got, uh, I got hold on one of the tapes uh, my uncle and my mom were recording. Uh -huh. And my uncle wanted to play, I think it was the specials uh, 
and my mom wanted to play something from Duran Duran or anything like that. Yeah. I, I remember and they were fighting on the tape. You could hear it because it was a rec uh, recording. And then they said it was also in, in Slovak when they were, as they were arguing. And then they found a common ground, which was like Pink Floyd, because that was always okay for everyone. I still have that. That's tape. such a that's such a weird weird thing to record and then keep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually keeping those bits and pieces. Like one of uh one of my mates, uh, his brother used to used to have a tape of you know Steppenwolf, Born to Be Wild, yeah. and he had a tape that he played all the time of that song, and he'd been a bit of a uh, nasty lad, and his younger brother had nicked the tape, and in the middle of the tape pressed play record so it was like born to be wild and then a little boy goes you're horrible you're stupid you're horrible you're stupid i hate you you're horrible you're stupid and then stops it and it's like and it carries on the rest of the song and i just i love i love the idea of the permanence of your tape getting damaged it's, like, it's not like you can do that anymore are you? that's it it's, it's difficult with it, it doesn't just YouTube. take like a, a little bit of cell tape over the top corner that you can just go yeah. Hi, oh, you're a daft cunt. Yeah, <laughs> just leave the little message for them. These days, you'd have to like hack their YouTube and rickroll them. Yeah. But somehow have them pick the rip it what? and then put it in and then upload it on their own account. It's all. Oh, it's too much bother. That's, That's too it. much bother. It's not the same as just dropping that little bit of bother on a cassette, is it? Yeah. So of all the stuff that they were listening to, um, which band sort of stood out the most to you, or which bands? Um, out of the whole realm of. New Wave, from the big ones, basically, mm. there's always Steppish Mode and Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. I mean, I was uh, actually also seeing them live, Steppish uh, Mode for three times. Mm -hmm. um, Pet Shop Boys I've seen once in the Opera of Vienna right. with a laser show and everybody was like dressed up like a friend of Elton John, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> basically, it was looking... Very flamboyant. Yeah, it was yeah. the most flamboyant place I've ever been to was the... Pet Shop Boys concert at the Vienna Opera and with a laser show. Yeah. Everything sparkled. <laughs> everything was everything was shimmery and glittery. It was beautiful. That's amazing. Uh, that's cool. The other one I'd always like to see that are in the same mode as that is Erasure because apparently they have these unbelievable live shows as well but I've never actually managed to catch them. So, so. Drew not going to see I'd yeah, yeah. to see that. I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll show you some Erasure. Oh, Erasure are brilliant. Um... So I understand that you've picked a tune by the Pet Shop Boys. Why is it this... Uh, do you want to tell everyone what tune it is and why it is you've picked this one? Um, yeah, sure. Um, out of all Pet Shop Boy tracks, and there are many uh, anybody can relate to, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I took this one because um, my mom was really a, a stunner. She was like a model type of woman. And she got even asked like to model and she always uh, refused. And when I always look at her old pictures, I think of that song, basically, because it left a, it left a huge impact on me, the whole picture together, uh -huh. picturing her old uh, self on, on the portraits she has, and the, all the fashion, all the flamboyance, and new wave playing, Yeah. basically, that, that was always a, a big influence to me, and inspired me deeply ever, ever since the early days. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. I love how much effect like that early music can really it just have. Just ties everything you. together. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, so the tune you've picked to play for everyone is called Domino Dancing. Let's go.
Out like a little bit of the Pet Shop Boys and Domino Dancing's another one of those absolutely classic big tunes that they did. Big tune. Yeah, all the way back from 1988. It's been a long time since I've heard it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on uh, Introspective, the album, which had another few of the classics the on it. The third one. The third album. Yeah. There you go. Uh, she's just done more research than I have, you know what I mean? Or do you just naturally know that in any case? You know, um, uh, I have their discography at home, like, 
Right. Well, yeah. I've, I've been collecting all the missing pieces from my mom. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Feeling like continuing the challenge or the legacy. Yeah, basically, but it's it's uh, the most fun to listen to and to enjoy it together, basically. Yeah, well, there we go. That's why you pick tunes like that. Well, let's scurry on into question two. Which um, is finding your own feet. Yeah, cool. So after the music that your mum played that influenced you in the house, yeah. that, that give you this like new wave start to your musical journey, yeah. what music did you start finding when you started looking for your own music? Uh, as I grew up with uh, a typical millennial, usually grew up with uh, MTV, I guess, I suppose, because yeah. we had our own version of it in German. Austria got basically German TV, so we got German MTV. And I always watched music videos also um, on MTV2. There were even more music videos without all these reality TV shows. Yes. And uh, there was something which just blew my mind, and it was um, the gorillas. Because it th there was nothing like it. It was just a revolution to me, and I uh -huh. think... Uh, cartoon illustrate perfectly illustrated band by jamie hewlett yeah. the creator of tank girl mm -hmm. i mean and um, with a huge team of guest musicians as well and a really versatile disc discography that just was absolutely amazing to me and i've been getting into them so heavily ever since i've uh, seen the music video of Clint Eastwood for the first time on TV. Yeah. Um, I got to uh, I got a computer with internet set up. Back then it was still um, limited internet access, so you had like a certain amount of megabyte or <laughs> yeah, gigabyte. Yeah. I think it was and an old dial-up modem that made all the beeping noises. Uh, or was it was it after them? Oh yeah, you America couldn't be on you, you couldn't be on phone. <laughs> meanwhile, no, I I think you could be on phone. Meanwhile, with that one, it was just limited internet access. Yeah. And so the first thing I did was I I downloaded um. Uh, the Gorillas songs. Like uh. I tried to find uh, a few songs of them and Daft Punk and all the other stuff like from the two thousands wave. Big artists from back then big artists yeah. from back then basically but my favorite were probably from from the they were like a little bit more special um so i i immediately typed in gorillas um search for it on bear share because that was the thing back then bear, bear share, share and limeware limeware yeah yeah limeware is I'm, what i had yeah. i'm not promoting piratry but maybe it's fun and cool <laughs> <laughs> And he's nah. talking about actually being a pirate. He's not talking about pirates. Because I love rum. He does. Yeah. Rum drunk's the best drunk. It's not like pirate drunk. Actually, um, on one of the covers for uh, of Bloody Fist Records, there is, it's like, uh, support your local pirate. I'm sure to say support your local pirate. Uh, no, no, pirate all music. It's fun and cool. There are <laughs> right. political parties out there which are, like, called pirates. Yeah. Locally. Uh, I think as well, locally. Possibly. They're all pirates' political parties. A lot of them sham-bazzling things with their little pointy swords and stuff. Um, but let's get back to the Gorillaz. I mean, the Gorillaz obviously is uh, it's Damon Albarn from Blur. Yeah. Um, uh, and I just think that he the stuff he did with Blur was amazing, but some of the stuff he's still doing with the Gorillaz now is just, he's just on another level. Just pulling all influences and just spitting it out in his own thing. It's the way that it's such a big corroboration of all of these different artists. Um, 
people like Del the Funky Homo Sapien, yeah. who is involved in a lot of their tracks. Obviously, Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Del the Funky Homo Sapien who's doing the rapping when it grows out, and even in the track that you've picked that will reveal in just a moment. It again, it's Del the Funky Homo Sapien who had some huge hits as well back in the nineties. I mean, Mister Mister Bob Dobalina, it's a hip hop track is absolutely banner. massive. And then obviously you've got people like Roots Maneuver because Roots Maneuver did tracks with them, and uh, you've got Sean Ryder on the Dare video, and Jack Black's in the one of the latest videos that they do, and um, what is that track they do? Satin's Bars, which is amazing, sort of weird, grimy track, and they just do so much. Yeah, it's like very the music's magical. so diverse, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's so diverse. They've just got a bit of absolutely everything on every album they do. Mm. Um, it just keeps you interested. And their stage shows. Have you seen the like the recording of one of their stage shows where Damon Albarn's behind a curtain and it's his shadow of him I can't playing the piano? I saw one when they did the first one. It was at like the Royal Albert Hall or something, and they had in the balconies like uh, the puppets of the would pop up and they would be like playing their bits from around the around the arena. Yeah, yeah. It's just bits like that that just like it's a multimedia project it's like a, it's a faceless music project but yeah. it's just absolutely brilliant and you feel for the characters as well it's definitely a band that I would really love to go and see I bet yeah. it would be amazing it would be an amazing experience yeah. yeah yeah it's still on my list for yeah. sure just little things about them like Murdoch you know Murdoch the character the Cockney accent uh, creepy bassist yeah, yeah. yeah who went to prison and then <laughs> he got replaced by one of the enemies from Green Gang from the Green Gang from uh, Powerpuff Girls Powerpuff Girls there yeah. you go yeah yeah and all of a sudden he was playing bass in the band and it was like what so they did this like press release about how they borrowed him from it just it's just so clever it's so clever the whole way around so it just give it a backstory to all your characters yeah. well that's it it's just they're keeping the keeping the project rolling yeah. you know? it's just some really interesting stuff they're really more, interesting stuff more real than some actual people out yes. there <laughs> yeah that's it that's it you got to think, I mean, did they inspire these Japanese and Korean artists, which are basically just anime dolls with synthesized voices dancing? Could they be one of the influences? I'm not sure, but I, I've seen Jamie Hewlett posting some pretty juicy inspiration of his for his characters. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously fond of um, anime and uh, like I've seen him posting, I think, Akira, but also like uh, Golden Age Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon stuff, Ren and Stimpy, of course, as well and a lot of movies so i think it's all a mix and match and he gives and gets also inspiration it's like a ultimate balance like in the whole world of uh, art it always happens it's also always a giving and getting I yeah think. it's like a, f- yeah. a full cycle thing where what you put out as what, what are they well, called like karma what you put out into the world will come back to it's you. also like like everything there's also a cycle of what's in and what's out it's like music and fashion and things there's always it's all connected yeah oh it's all interconnected isn't it oh, we're going very deep today you go, we, are, <laughs> we are we're going well deep well before we get too deep let's uh let's put a tune on for everyone to listen to shall we um uh, we're going to play some gorillas do you want to tell everyone which tune you've picked and why what is uh, it about what is it about the tune you've picked that made you pick it um that was the first thing i downloaded on the on the internet that was the first track I ever downloaded. Right. Amazing. And, there you go. And after many malwares, I got it. After and I, was really, <laughs> I, I really was happy about them, <laughs> that one. It's Rocket by the Gorillas. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Let's get it on then.
know you like that. You wanna try that? It's like a flashback. So shake your ass crack. I got the boss to rock the saucer, funk a blueser, any groove to make you move. Cause taking you to another landscape is my mandate. I'm highly animated, even though I'm decomposing. So if your feet is frozen, I'ma die to see you. I'm open, see rhyme, and the DJ spin. I want y'all to just get down. Now while the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting, I want y'all to just get down. And when the MC rhyme and the DJ spin, I want y'all to just get down. Now while the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting, I want y'all to just get down. Tap your toes and clap your hands. Come on, trace the globe and shake your pants. Just. Twist your hip and do the dip. Come on, shake your back, do whatever it takes. Gravitational pull, I have you making a fool out of yourself on the dance floor. Doing backspins, running man, and more. Party down with vigor and candor. Come into the jam or look like a landlubber. And do the aqua boogie, win lots of goodies, baby. Pop the Gucci while the turntables is talking to me. It's awfully groovy seeing all the treasure and the booty. And the MC rhyme and the DJ spin, I want y'all to just get down. Now why the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting? I want y'all to just get down. And when the MC rhyme and the DJ spin, I want y'all to just get down. Now while the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting, I want y'all to just get down. Tap your toes and clap your hands. Come on, trace the globe and shake the pants. Just twist your hip and do the dip. Come on, shake your back, do whatever it takes. I want to get down lower than Atlantis, going toe-to-toe with an enchantress. Get funkier than Funkadelic wearing pampers, while you eggheads is on the wall preparing answers. Sharing transcripts while we over here, dipping and dancing, rhythm romancing. Wallflowers, giving no action, nope. All hours, chilling and maxing, so relaxing. Opposites attracting, I'ma toss my hat in Lost when the track spin, like I'm on a crack bench Jiggling and wiggling, freaking booty Speaking to the cutie, so belligerent No religion, just bonk the feed on You'll feel reborn, negativity We just dead it like decon Better lift your feet and just measure the beat on The pulse when it respawns Tap your toes and clap your hands Come on, trace the globe and shake your pants just twist your hip and do the dip. Come on, shake your bank, do whatever it takes. That's a little bit of the Gorillas for you, um, all the way back in 2001 from the self-titled album, That's Rock the House. And again, that's Del the Funky Homo Sapien on the main vocals, and that line just stays with you. 
when you've heard that song for the rest of the day, you're, you're wandering around going... It's an earworm, isn't it? Yeah, but it's one of those ones that also reminds us of... Do you know when they used to have adverts in cinemas? Like in the middle of a song, they'll be like, let's all go to the lobby. Yeah. It's like, it's more like one of those tunes. It's like very, very 70s adverts. It's jingly. Jingly. Yeah, That's it's like word. a jingle, isn't it? Like a, like a, like a jingle. Um, speaking about jingles, let's talk about the tingles that you get when you bring up your first rave memories. So oh, that's a good sound. Well done, Gavin. Oh, you see. You're getting praise now. Oh, there you go. Ones that deserve praise, I'll accept that. Um... Let's talk about first rave memories then. So, do you remember the very first rave you ever went to, or like most people on the podcast, was it a hazy memory? Um, no, it actually it's quite a striking memory, but it wasn't um, as I wished it to be. Oh. Yet, yet it was still amazing. Right. Okay. It's just um, where I come from, you have to take sometimes what you're getting, and that what you were getting around the time I thought was the that's the thing. To go to, I went to um, uh, Angerfist, and it was right. in a huge uh, co- complex uh, building. It was a pyramid, perfect sound, uh, right in in between uh, Vienna and the suburbs, and close to the suburbs of Vienna, and ni- next to a mall. And it was full of lasers. It was really loud, and suntanned, neon dressed. Uh, Austrian charvas everywhere, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Oh, what are Austrian charvas called? What do you? What? What's the local tongue for them? Hmm. It's a. We we usually call them, kocha. We used to call them kocha at least because. Kocha. Kocha. What does kocha mean? Kocha is like um, it it's like it comes from krachen and it means like banging. And they, it was a, it was a basically chaps with their own type of music. Yeah, bang heads. Yeah, the they had like neon caps on, and they were listening to like banging tracks of any kind. They could be ravers, but they could also be listening to like really, really cheesy banging German hip hop. Like it could be anything. Right. Okay. Oh well, that's that's good. It's so good that, so that's why I went to see Angerfist, and I danced my. My sneakers won't they like they got holes in at the end of the night, but but it wasn't it wasn't the kind of thing I was into at the time at the time, but it's I still had great fun anyway it was just um it this this high pitched new school sound is basically not so much my thing, but I had great fun nevertheless it's the people which made it more enjoyable as well. Well, that's it, yeah. Sometimes you can go to a rave where the music isn't the most suited to you, but mm. the company and the experience and just the live vibe of being in that rave I just makes it worth talking about every bang face that we went to. Oh, no, no. Those first early bang faces were wonderful times with wonderful music. It just, it did get repetitive, but hey, I'd go back. I'd go back in an instant. I, I, could, I could actually. Hey, James Bookler. Yeah, James would be lovely to do it on the rave set. Yeah. It would. Or Oregon Squatching set. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you know, then you know. But yeah, um, so the tune you've picked wasn't from that night, or was it from that night? No, 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 not at all. Uh, Actually, I associate my first raving experience by entering a 3D avatar chat called I'm You, and it had like a club room with rave lights, and there was a guy from Florida with his 3D avatar DJing, 
and I was there with a cute anime girl kind of Lolita character. Right. Um, with a, with glow sticks in my ha- avatar hands, uh, and I was like freaking out behind the computer, like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted to hear because I had like the bonkers compilations on my PSP I've got downloaded. Right. And um. I was I was uh, like I was losing it. it was a perfect kind of 3D avatar rave night that day, and ever since I I got hooked on that music. Right. Yeah. It's it's a big it's a big thing in the northeast the bongas things the bon bongas banter because it was just what the chavas from this area were really 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 into. Um, and the, the bonkers thing was huge for a while. Yeah, wasn't well, it, I was DJing. I played at a bonkers night in Newcastle for Judgment Day. There was a Judgment Day bonkers thing that played with Sharky and Hicksy a few times. Right. And obviously, people like Scott Brown's quite associated with uh, the bonkers, um, with Hades Bits and Pieces. And there was loads of big tunes that were dropped exclusively on bonkers, on yes. those bonkers CDs. Toy Town was their, their big tune. Yeah, well, that's it. Hicksy, Hicksy and Sharky. That's it, yeah. Also, Sharky, one of the best MCs ever. Well, yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. Made me laugh. Made you laugh. Yeah, well, that's it. And those bonkers CDs were a big part of a lot of childhood. I know I was talking recently with a friend of the podcast, Tony T, who told us an interesting story about bonkers right. CDs. What's that guy? Um, oh, something about uh, going into HMV and uh, not paying for them and enjoying them a lot, um, which is absolutely hilarious to this day. So Five-finger uh, discount? Yeah, five-finger discount. But on bonkers CDs, it's hilarious to try and sell them on to people, you know what I mean? Get them, get, get them in and sell them on. Keep just your mind spread, Yeah, just to listen to them a couple of times and then sell the bonkers CDs on. I remember the really early bonkers ones is the ones I remember, but when you sent uh, the track and I did a quick look at it, I love the cover on the one that you sent because it's actually the Halloween horror one, ah. bonkers 13. So on the front cover, it's like Freddy Krueger and, and but, Jason. Oh, yeah, because it was be... released in October at the time. Yeah, exactly. See, but they would be the DJs mm. that were on the mix dressed up as them. Oh, it may well be. On all the covers, there was like a, not really anime, but like a, a cartoon drawn of all the DJs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I remember with the red background. They, yeah, they, had yeah. the, they had the big heads. They had the little bodies and the big heads. Sort of like pop fungos these days, you yes. know what I mean? Um, yeah. Although, oh, to be fair, if they did a, if they did a sharky pop funk, I'd buy one. Like, it would be hilarious. I yeah. wonder who was who. I have to take a look at I'm, it again. I'm just I'm sketching through there. And he's on it as we go. So, um, what yeah. we'll do, what, so, so how did you get introduced to Bonkers? Where did you find Bonkers from? I, as he was playing it on I'm You, I, I recognized it instantly because I was like searching for rave compilations. And right. I, 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 Bonkers showed up on one of these sites back then. I got it uh, probably off Limeware or Bearshare, but as it was playing along, he actually explained what it is about and how popular it is in the States. Like this whole UK hardcore thing was right. very popular in the States at the time among candy ravers. Yes. Uh, and um, Candy ravers. Yeah. Candy ravers. Like, was a big they looked, thing they, they the looked like gatecrasher kids, but gatecrasher Lots kids. of bargles. Lots, yeah. of, lots and lots of like a whole arm full of bargles. Oh, like the San Francisco. Like, yeah, like the people from San Francisco yeah. at the latest res. Yeah, yeah. They literally had bangles yeah, from like it's, from it's elbow, still, to, yeah. elbow to wrist. It's like. still a very big thing in America. Yeah. They'll, they'll like swap bargles. Oh, do they? Yeah, that's the, the whole stick. I've only recently started wearing bangles again because yeah. it's because of, of chef life. Like you've got to, you've got to cut them all off for chef life, don't you? But you can ones that you can put on at the end of the day. One of them is a cat collar, to be fair. Like, um, 
But yeah, those old bonkers CDs is just something that have been passed around and passed around. Like, they'd get passed from, like, cousin to cousin and then down to the younger brother and they'd go around in circles and you'd have generations of people still listening to bonkers. I bet there's loads of people out there. Like, if you've listened to bonkers in the comment, get down there, put something in the comments about which was your favourite bonkers and we'll talk about it in the next So, one. the cover. Yeah. Uh, the Freddy Krueger was definitely shoggy. There we go. I'm thinking Scott Brown was Dracula. Right. Drac Brown. Hicksy's memories Frankenstein. And who was a Dougal? No, Dougal was Frankenstein and Hicksy was Pinface. Pinhead. Pinhead, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Well, yeah, the cover of it's like horror themed, so get your eyes on that and have a look. Um, uh, the tune you've picked from that CD is from Bonkers 13. Yeah. Um, who's the tune by? Dougal and Gammer. Yeah. Get Hyped. Get Hyped. Uh, re- remix by Scott Brown. Yeah, the Scott Brown remix is the is is the uh, is the deal yo that one like so let's uh, let's get a bit of bonkers on and get everyone's first rate of memories going um so on the other way podcast uh for section three julia is selected to play some Dougal and gamma and addy the tune is called i can't remember ah he's dropped the ball get hype get hype
Ah, uh, well, there you go. That it was the Scott Brown remix of Get High by Google and Gamma. Google, uh, Google and Gamma. Um, uh, try saying that if you're really stoned and a Jody and recording a podcast somewhere without sounding like you're slurring your words. What words? Words, hey, without sounding like you're slurring Wards. your words. Yeah, I'm getting picked on me for me dialect and that. It's proper shogun. Just because they don't have dialects in high spend. Just, it's because of the altitude, man. You're supposed to be normal. Up. Up all the hills. Up all the hills on the high in the middle of nowhere. Um... Sound well, that was a bit of bonkers. And speaking of getting bonkers and being absolutely bonkers, there's no better than being at a festival, getting into the fever, getting into the fever, and going absolutely bonkers while you're there. We love a bit of a festival. Outdoor bonkers fun. Yeah, outdoor bonkers fun. Outdoors bonkers noise. Um, we should try and we should try and hit up a happy hardcore festival this year, I reckon. I'd be up for it. You, you'd be up for it. Yeah, I'm sure Kill would as well. Oh yeah, he. Oh, is he not coming up for res? I think he is. Oh, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we've all got tickets for Rez. We're working the angles. We've all got tickets for Rez? Yes, we've all got oh, tickets for Rez. Yeah, Rez is going to be really fun. Uh, some outdoor noise in Newcastle. Festival fevers. So, Julie, do you like a bit of a festival? Have you been to many? Yeah, I've been to quite a few. Yeah? Um, Mostly, like, uh, metal kind of festivals. Right, okay. But because... Uh, Electronic music is more like a clubbing thing for me, but okay. but I'm seeking for festivals. Always. Well, no, no, what's there's, all, what's there's a good one coming up in the, in the end of the summer. The end of I the summer? I think it's called Lindisfarne. We don't have something to do with it. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about that. At the end of the summer, the party to end the summer at the, at the end of August, start of September time. Um, adults only festival, Lindisfarne festival, and on the Saturday night you can catch us on the rave, and we will be working in presentation with Lindisfarne festival on that. And we earlier brought you the exclusive that the first Highlander has been announced by us, and it is Shades of Rhythm. Oh my lord! I mean, it's ruined the first song we wanted to do for a set. Yes, it has. We'll it has to, ruined it. We'll, we'll have, have to go re- back and start start actually thinking about things again. Well, that's it. Yeah. We'll have to find another rave classic to rip off. Um, for the very start now that Shades of Rhythm are going to be doing it a hundred times better a couple of hours yes. later. Let's not show ourselves up at a yeah, festival with, at a stage with our name on I'd, it. I'd like that we wouldn't be really showing ourselves up more like stealing their thunder. Well, that's it, yeah. It mightn't go down well. No. It mightn't go down well. we'll just but in any case, um, so what sort of thing you seen at metal festivals? I've never been to a full-on metal festival. Really? But I've been, like, even I have. No, I've never been to a full-on metal festival, but it would be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, I, I, I'd be down for it. I'd give it a go. I'd love to see Ramstein on a big stage like that. Yeah, uh, Ramstein was touring quite a lot the past few years. Yeah, we've just, sure. they didn't come to Newcastle, and my girlfriend doesn't like traveling. Mm. She doesn't travel well, so the thought of leaving Newcastle, even to go and see Ramstein, is a bit daunting for her. We're working on it. I'm going to take her to the zoo in Edinburgh. She wants to see an otter, so yeah. I think we'll, I think that's where we'll go. It's a nice simple simple request. That can I yeah. see an otter? If I can see a koala and she can see an otter on the same day, that's a, that's a, that's a win-win. Win. It's a win-win. And you get it? to see that uh, the penguin parade, that's always fun. It would, yeah. Steph reckons she's going to steal a penguin, but if I'm not allowed to steal a koala, she's definitely not allowed to steal a penguin. Go to Australia, there's loads that give them away. What, the, the koalas? Yeah, yeah. Just, oh. You can look after them, you can just take them anywhere now Mate, with the fire. You already, just go and take them and keep them in your house. I've seen loads. I've already donated money to one koala charity and I got, a, like, not attacked by one, but Facebook knows that I like koalas. Oh, now you just get, get hit with all the koalas. So it's all the koala stuff and it's like, Gav, look at this picture of this koala. That's got, yeah, I'm drinking out of a koala mug. Oh, your Funko's got a koala? Well, I've got a, me Funko's got a little pet koala that follows him around. I've got a tattoo of a koala skull on the back of my leg. 
I do just, I love the fluffy bastards. The noise they make. It's the most unglorious noise ever. It's the, the amazing. Proper grumpy cunts, yeah, right? but I got a message today, an email and a message on Facebook from the WWF, not the well, WWF. Going to hit some koalas with chairs. That would have been amazing. But no, I got a, a message from them today saying for £25, I can officially be dubbed a koala protector. <laughs> And I just thought that having that little title at the end of my name, degree in media and journalism, Koala Koala Protector, protector. um, uh, would be amazing. So they might have sucked £25 out of us if I can get a certificate saying I'm a Koala Protector. I'll just laminate it and put it up on the wall somewhere. I'd love that. I'd love that. Official official protector of the Koala. Um, But yeah, so festivals. Uh, (laughs) Went off on a tangent there. Definitely went off on some sort of marsupial tangent. Um, but yeah, uh, festivals. So which ones have you actually been and seen? Even uh, the metal ones. Um, I've been to, um, the Obscene Extreme Festival. I've been to the Party Sun Festival. I've been to more like, I've been more out in summer and to see specific shows. Yeah. So what, what bands would you go to see? If there were, if there were certain bands on, would you gravitate towards that festival rather than this one or just would you just rather go to the festival in general and just see whoever's on no i, I would i always definitely go for things i like right um doesn't have to be metal it's just like that they're the most uh accessible accessible festivals out there and it's like most mostly the festivals yeah. in that field but there's also a lot of electronic music festivals i'm keen on i wouldn't just know it by name and because they always keep like there are new ones popping up and then, yeah. then I'm checking out the lineup and I'm like okay I'll should go to that to that one and I have like a list of things I want to yeah. see but obviously I'm also like keen on new artists so the complete package is really what makes it yeah so seeing a classic act but also getting to see someone new who you've already got a vested interest in is what Exa- you call exactly yeah. exactly or some uh, somebody new who's getting a chance to play on that festival together with artists who's, who've been inspiring them or many other people yeah all in one experience basically that's some of the joys of festivals though yeah. because you get just to... seeing people that you've never seen before like bubbling into a tent and just getting your mind absolutely blown by yeah and not knowing who it is yeah. and trying to trying to look through the trying to look through the pages and pages in your little book that tells you who's on. Can I can I borrow your thing round your neck? Yeah. Can I borrow your book? It's it's six o'clock. Uh, who's this? <laughs> you got the time. And what stage is this? Do you want us to just go for you, mate? Like I'll just go for you to go and see what you want to see. Whatever. Um cool. Well what is it about this tune that puts you in the festival move, the tune that you've picked? Once it starts getting warmer and summery, that's also like when all festivals start. Yeah. I thought I'd pick this tune because uh, I get always in that kind of Armand van Helden kind of mood in summer. Right. Uh, Gives you the, puts you in that beach mood. Exactly, exactly. Because I really seek for the sun and for the, you don't have to go to the beach, but at least the feeling and the, the vibe of... Um, Dressing summary. That's funny. As you've said that, the sun seems to be yeah, beating down a little bit a harder, specifically onto you. <laughs> if I move the flat, if you if you were like an inch to that side, you'd be wincing with one eye because the sun would be in your face. <laughs> there you go, basking like a uh, 
Bare skal lægge lidt af den sådan noget der. Yeah, I'm a, taking it all in. I'm a vitamin D junkie, and it, uh, I think this track pretty much uh, resembles that feeling. Ah, oh, right, okay. So uh, this track gets you in the mood to go and listen to so I'll put you in the summery mood. Yeah, exactly, and it's also the time where I'm physically the most active, like swimming, being outside as much yeah. as possible. It's a, it's, person, a, right? it's a remarkable house track, and I think the DJ is quite known. Also, yeah, hell like, is, yes. yeah. And uh, I got even a chance to ask him about this track specifically because there's a beautiful um, music video about it. Right. Uh, which was shot in Rio, like with um, extravagant fashion and the people were... You, you don't really see that nowadays anymore. Like there are certain things about it and the way it was recorded also with the camera movements fit, fitting exactly to the beat of yeah. the song. Um, and the sample of it, it's like, it's like a, a phoenix arising from the ashes of disco. That's what this track resembles like to me. Oh, well, there we go. There's some imagery for everyone to, uh, having their heads while they listen to the track. So, <laughs> do you want to uh, introduce the track? Tell everyone what it is they're going to be listening to. Um, it's Copper from Copper Cabana, basically. It's Copper uh, like, yes. by DJ Hal. Cool. Let's get it on.
sempre uma paixão That's a little bit of DJ help for you. The tune is called Coppa from the album Music Machine. All the way back in 1998. It sounds a little bit uh, after 1998 to me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That might just be it's my very much, very much of its time. Very much of its time, you're right. Yes. Sound, well, let's stroll into section five of the podcast. And section five is the shared discovery. And you have picked an artist who we oh, both... We're excited about this love. one. Yeah, we absolutely love this artist. And... Saw this artist in Newcastle, in the other rooms, which is next door to Digital in town, uh, years and years ago. Your mouth just dropped there. Have you never had a chance to see this person? No, I wish I would have. I it, was think it I've seen him. I've seen him. Oh, but all times. Yeah, yeah, double figures, double maybe. Double figures, yeah, 10 or 12 times. He was big in the time of Freightcore. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Yes. That's it. Now has a dog walking company. He has a dog walking company. That's what he does now. He does Another dog person. Another dog person. Ah, there we go. And if you're listening, Billy, where's your bear hat? Where's your, your bear, bear hat? hat? Amazing. Um, uh, we, of course, are talking about Knife and Chop. We, uh, we're a big fan of Knife and Chop. What is it about Knife and Chop that you love? I think he made me love Breakcore even more. Yeah. He's basically probably... Um, my most favorite breakcore art artist out there. Right. Yeah, and it's a, I, it's a shame. I would really like to see him play live. People book him out there. He's great. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that um, uh, outside of the realm of uh, hardcore electronic music, specifically yeah. breakcore, not so much people know him internationally. As at least that's what I imagine. Cause I don't know if it's just because our group are quite eclectic in the music tastes or a little bit older but he's really quite well known about the, the people that up we yeah. up here he is yeah, really yeah. quite well known there's a couple of really decent gigs that he did he did one uh is it in the egypt's cottage yeah i'd play that one as well you play that one as well and then he did one of the other rooms and the one of the other rooms was just one of the trippiest nights ever um it was flooded with uh, some idiot flooded it with lsd and it just ended up being just this absolute mangled arms waving in the air fest. Um, and I walked over and tried to shake his hand while he was having a piss at a urinal and then realised what I'd done. Uh, so I apologise and told him I'd speak to him later. But uh, 
yeah, we, we love a bit of knife hand chop, and he just is like synonymous with breakcore and a little bit of that I just sort think he's of like boosty breakcore. Really super accessible with his use of pop samples, and then just again taking influences from everywhere and just throwing them all together, and which is what the ethos of breakcore is. That's it. It's the, and some of the other, some of the tracks that he's done with that really heavy bass style that he's got the wah, 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 yeah. wah, wah, when it feels like there's a big wall of sound hitting at you and these little clips from uh, hip hop yeah. as well the hip hop lyrics as we are starting also 2020 uh, everything comes always in 20 uh-huh. years relapses kind of so uh, you hear in knife hand shop like these typical 2000s kind of sounds yeah it's like kind of the obscure side of the 2000s in his tracks like i think a lot of people who are making break all these days would have went through the likes of bong ra uh stars of the jungle christ um people like knife and chop and some of the stuff yeah, from Dormouse. Bike. Dormouse, kid 606 kid 606 yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that sort of glitchy that sort of like glitchy break cory style um even, sna- even snares yeah, as well. Did I play with Kid Six Hundred Six and Knife Hand Chop at the thing down the Keyside? Outdoor. Really? The time oh, I, I, I definitely know. played with Kid Six Hundred Six. I can't remember if it was. Knife oh, wasn't that the, was it the Tiger Beat night down yeah, at yeah. Um, down at what's it called? Oh my God, I can't remember its name. Time Bar. Time Bar. Um, there we go. That was yeah. a brilliant venue. What it what they used to do? When they did the raves. Yeah. Well, um, didn't Mix Mag vote? one of the gigs there I'm pretty sure it was Benga like the third best gig of the of the decade yeah. between 2000 and 2010 or something like that the bass the, the bass used to be that loud because it was underneath it's outdoor but underneath a bridge so, so the like when the carry bass for, like they used to set off all the car alarms in the street just go woo up and down. You can imagine someone camera. like Benga playing really bass heavy dubstep just setting car alarms off all the way up in a biker probably um yeah, some amazing gigs down at that time, Bob, before yep. they started doing more sort of rocky and bandy stuff. Didn't they? <sighs> it's been a long um, time since I've been down there. It's still a nice bar. It is, yeah. Um, so what made you want to share Knife Hand Chop with everyone? I think everybody should know Knife Hand Chop. Everybody who's like into hardcore electronic music, everybody who wants to freak out in a different way, yeah. in an electronic kind of styled way, go yeah. for it. Check out Knife Hand Chop. Yeah, and you can get him on Spotify. He's got millions of views. Uh, YouTube. Africa. Everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, uh, Africa and all over the place. Um, besides the one you've picked, are there any tunes that are your favourites? There are so many. Uh, there are so uh, many. There is, there's a lot. Of we've, w- we've played a few. E-bonics. Dance Mix 2000. Oh, Hooked on Ebonics. Hooked on Ebonics. Hooked on Ebonics and um, Girlfriend. It's Girlfriend. It's yeah. a pretty cool one as well. Yeah. Or Back to Scarborough. Yeah, Back to Scarborough. Did he do the cover of Skater Boy? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. You're not he, sure. He definitely he played it the first time I heard it. It was on one of his mixes, but I don't. I think um, don't I'm pretty time. sure it was Captain Ahab that actually made it. Oh, right, okay. But um, I could be wrong. I could I've be got wrong. like a couple of a couple of my favorites. Uh, the tune that you've actually picked is one of my absolute favorites that he does. Uh, the other one, probably on the same level, pause Dirty New York. Um, just with that scathing, the what, 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 like relentless bass. Everybody, go shake their ass. How do you know them hoes? Oh, just, yeah, I absolutely love that. And Knife and Chop's just a, a class one, so I'm really glad that you decided to share this. Happy, um, happy, happy Proper lads. happy, proper happy lads, proper, proper happy lads. Get in. So let's stop teasing and uh, 
Let's play a little bit of Knife and Chop. The tune that's been picked is called Tootie Fruity Booty. Yeah. Let me see your monkey swing. Yeah, baby. Let me see your monkey swing. You doing it, baby. How about it, baby? You doing it, baby. Now let me, let me, let me hear you say that tune that was knife and chop and that was tutte frutte boote um uh, we just had a quick dig there and youtube and spotify reckon that this song collectively has got around about 50k 
and that uh, views and that's just seems so small for such an absolutely banging tune so anyone who liked that tune get it up and get it shared on your links and if we see you sharing it we'll thumbs up it from the page so you all know that we are actually watching thumbs up on the I'm always watching on I'm the always watching for Addy, any fan shop Addy is I'm always, always watching, watching. Um, uh, but get it shared so we can get it going but Addy guess what what's that Somebody's used a wild card. Someone's used the battery stags. <laughs> yeah, Tony the, Fury. Yeah, Tony Fury, the, the wondrous landlord, has used the batteries um, for a clay wheel device for his daughter for Christmas. You know, like in Ghost. That's lazy. They've got fucking foot pedals. No, hers is battery operated. Oh, well, that's what cost you the batteries for your megaphone. You've only got two podcasts to put up with it in my In any case, this is the point where Julie's chose to play her wild card and give you all a second shared discovery track. Uh, we had listened to this track beforehand, and it's such an interesting concept. How did how did you find this band? It, it's um, they play, they got like known in Berlin at the CTM festival, which is also going on once again at like annually. It's yeah. happening so. Uh, it's happening soon at the end of this month in Berlin. Uh, it's all over the place. It's yeah. got podcasts. It's got talks. It's got lots of um, like a citywide, citywide, yeah, citywide yeah. festival. More than just music. It's all about trans media, inter interdisciplinary arts and everything. Yeah. All over the city. It's great. And they're gonna play together with Square Pusher at Berkine at the 31st of January. This nice. I love a bit of Square Pusher, me. I know yeah, yeah. no, the slap face is the slap bass is my right, favorite. Right, right, right. I love a bit of slap bass. Mm. So it's so obscure, like they're playing Indonesian folklore together with Gabba hardcore music. Yeah. Such an interesting concept. They come from Bali, then Pasta Bali. It's like this. It's kind of its own kind of place. Uh, mm. out of, there's so much little islands on, big islands on this whole archipel of Indonesia. And they're bringing um, Balinese folklore into hardcore music. It's just, it's great. Yeah. I've never heard something like this before. No, that that was the thing that I noted. Was just, I'm not, I'd never heard anything like it before. It was like, it was like tantric tribal gaba. Yeah. Was the way I would describe it. It was like just on the edge of like... I mean, about to kick the shit out of your eardrums, but it just sort of it holds off, and it's got this like nice sort of background feel to it. I thoroughly enjoyed the track, and uh, I'm I'm gonna I'll probably give them a little bit more listen. Um, really obscure name as well. Yeah, Gabba Modus Operandi. Like yeah. you, Gabba Mode Operandi means operating, probably in Indonesian. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've been out now since how many years? I think like 2017. 2018 was their first album. Now they uh, had their newest album released last year. Right, yeah, yeah. The one that you picked this track from. That's the first album. Yeah. I really like this track. How would you pronounce that? Is it Pussy Max or is it supposed to be Pussy Mass? Pussy Max is the, is the album, the first one. And yeah. this one track is called Dossa Pesar.
Beyond the Rift podcast is available absolutely everywhere mm-hmm. to download and you can get in touch with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, yep. facebook.com forward slash on the rave. You can find us on Twitter at on the rave. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash on the rave. We are on Instagram. That's my favourite one then. Where you can find us on the rave with Addy and Gav where you can see pictures of what Addy's been doing during the week. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, we are powered by Podbean and fueled by Basement Snacks. Don't forget that you can go into Ridley Place, wander down that spiral staircase, and scream at Dom's on the roof, and she will give you ten percent off all oh, of your cookies oh, and oh, snacks. Oh, oh, oh it's good. Oh, it's good. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the podcast where I ask the gentleman who once again has returned to my left to set the scene. So, Julie Milkfist. You've just covered the rave. You've just covered the anger fist. You've gone past all the crocket. I think that's how you pronounce them. Austrian Chavez. With all the... you swimming through a neon baths of Chavez. And you get in the front and anger fist drops this tune. And it's the greatest tune that you've ever heard. Are you hands in the air or are you just screw facing down? Screw facing down on... Uh. <laughs> all the way down for that one. All the way down. Yeah, what is it that, what, what is it that makes you a screw face? Are you just, do you just get into the music or is it just the type of music you listen to that makes it like that? It's just such an intense track. I, I just have to box the air for that one. <laughs> box the That's air. That's a good term. Yeah. I've, never used, I've never used that term before, yeah. Box the air. So you're a, like a double punch out here. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, with, with, with like a screwed up facial expression. Yeah. I do like it. I do like a bit of a, a screw face. There's a time and a place for a screw there face. There is. Yeah. And this is very much a screw face tune. Yeah, that's it. Are there any tunes out there that would make you actually do an arms in the air? Or oh, happy hardcore. Happy yeah. hardcore. Stuff. Pianos. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Piano beats. Yeah. It's always pianos in space. Do do do. kind of stuff. Yeah. Monkey. Is it monkey? Monkey. Monkey. Is that what you said? Noki. Oh, Noki, sorry. I thought you said monkey. No. Is it new monkey? New monkey, no, no, no. No, no I, thought, I thought that's what you were saying there. Bless, them. Bless the donkers, but not my stuff. <laughs> Bless the donkers. Oh, I like that. You've come up with things I'm totally going to steal going forward. So, um, so, we've got a screw face, and what sort of music is it that makes you screw face? Is it, is it Like intense hardcore music. Intense really hardcore like music. The, this one is rather in slow, but it's apparently... It's very intense. It's very intense. And uh, Aphex Train did, did a re- two remixes yes. of it. Yes, very good. We uh, were talking about that just before, whether or not you were going to play one of the Aphex Twin remixes or whether you were going to play the original. It's the original you well, picked, I, isn't it? Yeah, it's the original I picked. I've heard the um, Aphex Twin, Twin remixes before. Uh-huh. He even played um, one live at Field Day. Yeah. Uh, two well, years ago, no, three years ago by the now. The guy that wrote this is, was in Newcastle before Christmas. Um, PCP, yeah, Masculine Sarah. United, the mover. Yeah, the mover, yeah. yeah Mark pl- Acardi Pane. Yeah, he played yeah. in Newcastle not long ago. And he's up in Scotland. I will find out because it's not, lo- not that long ago. Uh, not that long. Yeah, not in that long. Yeah, and it's just another example. We had a guy come on the podcast, Don, come on earlier and he said that everyone should try and get to the mover because he's just got so many aliases and he's done so many different things and um 
It's the, a good the, producer, the, yeah. Yeah, the tune that you've picked as well is that RNS Records, and RNS Records is just an absolute monster of a label for some of the stuff they've been putting out. Like, just consistently for years and years, RNS were just huge. You know, you had a good quality record when it had that little horse. First of February, that, uh, that's Motor Mouth Records, label light. I've got had tracks out of Motor Mouth, Big Up, All Twisted, and not only is the mover played, but our corner pain's played in different rooms. In Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta check that out. <laughs> nice. Straight on. Straight Power, on powerful lineup. Yeah, it sounds powerful like it. Up. Sounds like it. So, what is it about this tune in particular that makes you want to box the air, as you put it? As I, it's, it's exactly uh, as the song title says. Basically, it's like a horde of aliens arrived and just announced, okay, we're taking over. <laughs> it's just a great track. And apparently, it's a so called first hardcore track from Frankfurt. Before the whole GABA thing uh, started taking off. Oh, ah, there we go. A little bit of history for everyone on the podcast. Well, let's whack the tune on then. So uh, we're going to have a little bit of We Have Arrived uh, by The Mover, a.k.a. Muscali United. Yeah, cool. All the way out of 1992. Enjoy.
And there we go. What a fucking banger. There we go. That was We Have Arrived by Miscallium United. Yeah, from the PCP EP all the way out of 1992, as I said. From the mighty, mighty Morcor Corner peeing. Yeah, a mighty, mighty tune as well. And I can see why that would make you want to like Lisa. Although it's slower, it's still got that sort of... Yeah, punch. It's just yeah. hard. Hard kicks, which is very much lacking in modern music. Fuck up tempo, by the way. There just while I'm here. So, well, uh, let's move on to section seven of the podcast, which is the dedication section. So, short and sweet, what we normally do is we'll let you um, say who you're going to dedicate the song to um, and what the song is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, would you like to would you like to dedicate would you like to dedicate a song to someone? Who is that someone? And uh, what tune is it that you like to play out for them on the podcast for all of our ravers to uh, listen to? I dedicate this song to my boyfriend Stu. Uh, it's a really cheesy one, but we danced. Indeed, it is. Yeah. We listened to it beforehand, and it was oh, it was the cheddar. Just speaking of cheddar, you were talking about yeah, cheese yeah, earlier. Yeah. This is this is absolute cheddar music because yeah. you were you were talking about the joys of British cheddar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I love cheesy music. I love cheese from yeah. here. There we go. So I've got some cheese for Stu and y'all to share. Right. Um, <laughs> it's from DHT True Love. It's called. Yeah, spot on. Uh, the video is absolutely mad. Uh, we might have uh, sat and giggled to it just before. So everyone enjoy a little bit of absolute cheese. Um, this is for your boyfriend's stew. Yeah. Yeah, and it's True Love by DH.
That was a bit of dedication um, being played out for everyone. And who doesn't like a cheesy dedication? Well, that's it. That's it. Speaking of cheesy, let's move on to the board of contention. That is... It's fucking guilty pleasures again. Right, okay. <laughs> so, where do you lie when it comes to guilty pleasures? Do you think guilty pleasures exist? Not really. You've, you've got to own Bear it. Bear in mind, we've got heard this it. record. Yeah, well, you've heard it, but... If you own it enough, you can even stand up for that one, I think. It's just... Uh, some some things uh, I like really much ironically, yeah. but I, I still have to like them because it's just fearless, some tracks out <laughs> there. Right. Like, like this one especially, and uh, throughout times, uh, student times, this was pretty much the track, the anthem of hedonism. Right. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> For us all out there, probably, who I tortured with, listen to this song, it's great. Um, and who wiped along with it, and I hope you all will. Um, it's just fearless, this one. Yeah, so, it, it's a it's a very, it's, very brave performance. It, well, it's definitely something. Uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely it I definitely think it epitomizes uh, guilty pleasures as well. Yeah, that's it, so... We uh, we always say that guilty pleasures is something that that you you'd happily listen to, but you probably wouldn't be happy everyone else knowing that you listen to that. Is that the case with this one, or would you just own it? Would you be like, nah, nah, I love this. I love this because it's like there's nothing like it with the opera voices and the. I mean, I hope you've seen the music video. Oh yes, we've seen it. It's it's just so weird. <laughs> it's but yes. absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely batshit crazy. There's two songs uh, out from him out there in the realms of uh, gays in Berlin and it's just nothing like it, really. Nothing like it, never. Yeah, yeah, I mean, th- there were a lot of bold choices in it. We, we watched the majority of the video. Just not because of the, Not because of the quality, just because we were aghast at what was happening. Um, <laughs> the, the montage of his fate being, face being amongst the fruit. Yes. Uh, it was just like... Him and loads of bananas, and he had bananas drew on his face, and it was like, yeah, it, it, it's definitely um, it's as much of an eyesore as it is an eyesore. Is but the way is the way that I would probably put it. It's <laughs> it's an interesting choice. It is an interesting choice. It is an interesting choice. Well, let's get some guilty pleasures on. So everyone, let us know in the comments down below or whichever way. If you want to send a tweet, you can tweet at us at on the rave, and we will uh, get back to you. Let us know how cheesy you reckon this is and whether or not you'd like to admit a track like this is your guilty pleasure. Um, uh, the tune is by a band called Sin with Sebastian and it is called... Golden Boy. Yeah, let's go then. Let's have a bit of Golden Boy. Golden Boy, born to love and live for joy. I am a golden boy. Golden Boy, 
Born to love and live for joy. I'm a golden, golden, golden boy. Well, there you have it. That was a bit of guilty pleasure. I was being it certainly out. was. Uh, that was Sin with Sebastian, Golden Boy. Um, if anyone wants another chunk of Sin with Sebastian, Joy, uh, Julie just told us that they've got another track, uh, which is called 
shut up and sleep with me. There we go. Oh, there's something for you to look at. Yeah, so you can go and find that. Um, be a little bit of on the rave homework. Well, that's it. We were just we were just talking there about it and saying that it reminded us very much of Euro Trash. Yeah. And it was like something that you would see. Pee pee and popo. Yeah, pee pee and popo. <laughs> something from the very end of uh, Euro Trash. You know when they'd always end with a, a sort of really trashy Euro beat song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it, that's what it puts me in the mind of. In any case, like what it is is good fun. Um, but definitely, definitely in the realm of guilty pleasures. Certainly is. Sound. Let's stroll on to the next question, um, which is about goats. So when it comes to music, uh, the term goat or the greatest of all time gets banded around quite quickly and quite quite easily. Um, was it a hard decision for you to pick one goat, or was it something that you knew instantly? Strangely, it was easy. It was easy? Because I'm a big fan of them. Um, and there's no... Like, they're very versatile as well in their yeah. in their own way and very skilled. And the song is really special to me. Because it was also the first bass line I learned. Ah, right. Yeah. How do you play the bass? Just a little bit, but enough to play a few bass lines. I enough, should... to, enough to be able to appreciate a funky bass line beneath something. Yeah, hurts yeah. your thumbs, man. you got to keep the muscle memory up. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like when you're playing slap bass, your thumb painful there, but it's the slap that... The, like it's both thumbs that get knackered because this is the one that's applying pressure and that's the one you slap them with it uh yeah a little bit of bass love i play bass bass was always my instrument of choice i just wanted that you know to be in control of the boo like the bit that actually hits someone's stomach you know what i mean that's what i always loved about playing the bass um good times it's weird weird it's weird thinking about the things you did in the past isn't it Addy? it certainly is it certainly is sound um, I remember. not that you can remember not a lot of it. I never played the bass though. So. You didn't play the bass. Well, you remember that at least. Well, that's something. What did you play? Did you play an instrument? I don't know, not really. You just played the decks. Yeah. yeah. You played an Amiga. Yes, that is kind of. I can make any any noise sample that in and then I can press QAOP. Yeah. Fump. Send it over. Get the Amiga on. Um, yeah, well, the band you picked was actually picked recently by someone else as well. By that um, show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's two people in in quick succession have picked this band so it goes to show that they do have an overall like influence on that do you want to tell people uh tell people who the band is and then why in particular that you've got love for this band mm. there there's no one like them like the beastie boys um punk funk <sighs> great instrumentals and great emceeing all their own kind of charismatic voice out there snapping like in your face kind of style but also uh capable of mellow things and a big discography really funny guys as well great performance yeah. uh, great live performances as well like music videos the costumes what they did with interviewers their lyrics and everything around it the whole subculture skating street art everything around it is just they are presenting New York quite well, and yeah. they're like a fusion of punk and hip hop, and there's nothing like them. They're really, really special, very talented, and it's a shame what happened to Adam York, but they have a memorial for him. Yeah. And it's quite honorable of them that they are kind of kept it low ever since. Yeah, that's it. I don't want to do it without them, do they? So no, no. There was something that they always preached was their unity. And how it was like the, the the conglomerate. It was all of them 
together and make that magic. Yeah, and working with the fabulous mix, mix master Mike. Yes. Who's just unbelievable yeah. at what he does. Like he's just one of the best craftsmen of a turntable in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like True. um and has been for a long time. Uh like to, to just he just is, he's amazing and there's something about the Beastie Boys that has sort of changed over the generations. They started with their punky sound and then you got the more hip hop y sound, the classic hip hop y with the big crashing drums and the samples of someone else and then yeah. the newer stuff as well that was coming out, like Intergalactic was just so different from a lot of the stuff that was out there and just yeah. I just played that today. Well the 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 drummer bass, the what's it? Prisoners of Technology remix of it. Ah, well there we go. Um there's the one for everyone to go and find. So like when did you start appreciating the Beastie Boys? Is it something that you that you always a very young age. I mean, of course it was always the music which first of all attracted me, um, on MTV and then later on I got the chance to actually dig deeper into their discography. Yeah. And their their whole the whole vibe you get off it as well, the friendship, the energy they're, they're, you can't energy never lies yeah that's, that's it and that's what i learned from the bc boys ever since yeah that's it that's it and they're just they've always been big performers so what is it about the tune that you've picked that you think best represents the beastie boys or is it because this is a special tune to you and you picked it for that reason i think this uh could be a special tune to anyone who is also like familiar with the music but the lyrics also speak for themselves i think i don't uh, no, no matter how well off you are or how bad you're doing how prosperous you are or financially tortured in any kind of situation this song always lifts me up like right back on my feet mm. it's called gratitude it is cool well let's get it played for everyone
classic, classic, classic from the Beastie Boys from all the way back in 1992 from the amazing Check Your Head. Uh, that was Gratitude. And uh, again, just one of those songs that are synonymous with the Beastie Boys and, and a reason why they're great, isn't it? Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Um, right, well, we've got to the end of another one of these amazing podcasts. Um, it's been lovely sitting down and getting sat with you. Yes. Um, Thank you, Julie. Julie, Julie Milkfist. Um, uh, to, to this Still day, uh, he's jiggling at that. He's, he's having a giggle because that is such a good DJ name. Milkfist. I love it. I love it. Um, let's start talking about personal anthems. So, are there songs out there that like people might associate with you, or is there one song out there that's like that that one tune that'll always lift your spirits, or and it just encapsulates you as one? Like, what one tune is your personal anthem, and why? The this one track by Human Resource is like a really special one to me because it was the one which um elevated uh, my sports addiction kind of it's not a, it's like not about what you do it's more about how you do it and how much you enjoy movement yeah uh, so when i started buying like weights uh after cardio uh i just started playing that song moving along to it in the right because it has it has the exact right bpm to either lift or do cardio <laughs> oh yeah look it uh, absolutely does work. You can do it in your yeah. head. You can do alternative arms. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally, totally does work to everything, doesn't it? And it's a, it's quite a confidence booster as well. And it's it helps me so much at, uh, when, when I'm doing my usual sets and stuff. So this one track is a real good one for getting physical. For getting physical? That's a good way of putting it. Like. <laughs> it's a good way of putting it. Do you know what there are? There are there are hundreds of remixes of this track. There is. really, really are. There's so many different versions. Um, which which one you you were talking about one earlier? Or were you you were weren't you? I don't know. Uh, don't the Panacea's done a That was it. There we go. We're talking about the hard drum and bass one, the Panacea one. But um, there's just it, that so many people have done their take on this one tune that like we were wondering whether or not there was a tune that had been like done so many times and it's just. It's one of those absolute classics because you can squeeze it into a lot of different sets, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Like, smiling and nodding as you know that's gonna that's gonna squeeze in, and it's got that unmistakable vocal line that everyone knows. Like everyone knows a bit of what's going on with that vocal line. Um, Mint. Well, uh, as I said, it's been wonderful sitting down and having a chat with you. Um, uh, we'll look forward to hearing more about this night you're going to be putting on in Newcastle. Um, hopefully. 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 Yeah. We'll get uh, everyone keep an eye out uh, yeah. for for what's going on, and we'll obviously share what's going on. Um, but for now, um, this is the final track selected by you on the podcast. Thanks for coming back over to Biker. It wasn't far for you, but thanks for coming in and coming to chat with you. Uh, would you like to announce the name of the song for everyone before you go? Yeah, this is uh, Dominator by Human Resource. <laughs> Wanna kiss myself?
The On The Rift podcast is available absolutely everywhere mm-hmm. to download and you can get in touch with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, yep. facebook.com forward slash On The Rave. You can find us on Twitter at On The Rave. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash On The Rave. We are on Instagram. That's my favourite one then. Where you can find us on the rave with Addy and Gav where you can see pictures of what Addy's been doing during the week. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, we are powered by Podbean and fueled by Basement Snacks. Don't forget that you can go into Ridley Place, wander down that spiral staircase and scream at Dom's on the rave and she will give you 10% off all, all of your cookies oh, and oh, snacks. Oh, oh goodness. Good. Oh, it's good. E well for the first time on the podcast that was a bit of Dominator and that was the final track being played out by Julie Milkfist. Um, what a lovely woman that we just had a conversation with. Lovely lass. Lovely lovely lovely, lovely, lovely lass. Um, Honorary Geordie. That's it. Yeah, that was number thirty-two of these hardcore histories. Can you believe we've done that many? Flying by, by. Absolutely flying, flying by. And uh, don't forget that that uh, you can all get involved with what's going on. Um, uh, we've announced all the social media bits and pieces and a massive thanks again to the people who are helping on Patreon um, especially to our newest Patreon Anthony Cook um, lovely bloke by all sounds of it we will be getting back in touch um, Anthony will be doing his episode going forward because that's yes. the promise if you join Patreon you get to show all to yourself all to yourselves and this episode is of course dedicated to him so thank you for contributing to our cause it is very very much appreciated but as always, we will end this show with what is Addy's, fa- Addy's favourite moment of every show, which is a little bit of science. A little bit of the science. So, Addy. Science. A little bit of the science. So, Addy, what are you going to be playing out for everyone today? This week, he's, he's redeemed himself in my eyes after a lull of average, average tunes, in my personal opinion. I, I heard this on a mix very recently, and boy, it blew me away. It, it took a... It took a Matthew Ruckus to tell us what the track was called. Oh, hello, Matt. But this is scientific as fuck. And this is current value, silly serious. Amazing. Oh, Oh, amazing. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for stopping by and listening to the show. Uh, Don't forget to keep an eye out for the new announcements regarding the hookup with Lindisfarne. But... 
That being said, my name is Gav. A buddy. And we are now officially off the rave.
Hi, uh, this is Mark Archer from Alternate. Hi, this is Ian from Dream Frequency. This is Slipmat, and you're in tune to the On The Rave. On The Rave. On The Rave. Podcast. Watch your bass spins, I'm telling you. <laughs>